0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today
4: Welcome back to the Steelers Hangover. I am Brian Anthony Davis. Tony and Shannon are with me. So glad to have them along as always on Monday. This is our Hangover show. This is the show where we lament losses and celebrate wins. Well, it seems like we're lamenting a lot lately. And that's a lot of alliteration. I say that three times fast. Lament a lot lately. But, gentlemen, what kind of good news would help the Steelers right now. What 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 do does this team need to hear in a headline from BTSC to feel good about themselves and for us to feel good about them.
2: Tony, I'll start with you. Stefan it active for the last six weeks. <laughs> That'd be great news.
4: Let's talk about that. Let's explore that. Shannon to it comes back. You you
1: throw Wormley in the middle? No, Wormley. When people talk about Wormley, he's kind of a he's basically a four three end. He's small for a Stillers three four end, and that's why he's getting pushed around so bad. It's not his fault. Loudermilk is the size of a, a normal Stillers end. To it, uh, Hayward. So, Wormley uh, would be would go to his more effective backup position, where they can use him in situation, you know, as a situational player. You know, he could pass rush, he could come in and spell a guy for three or four plays. If you're forced to be a starter for for extended period of time, these offensive coordinators they can game plan. They, they recognize your weaknesses, and they can game plan to exploit it. And that's what's happened. His effectiveness has went down as the seasons went on because they're running right at him. And if the great plan yesterday was to set, you know, make Isaiah Bugs inactive and slide Hayward into the nose position as they did multiple times, if that's Keith Butler's great plan, then he needs to get on with his life's work because that was a terrible, uh, and and Hayward looked out of place and ineffective, but he tried. You know he did his best. Oh yeah, uh, but that was not that week in two positions to try to uh, b- put a bandaid on one. That's never a good idea. So I th- I think that plan was a mistake.
4: Was your or Tony when you saw Hayward at nose tackle? were you shaking your head because it didn't work? And like Shannon said, it has nothing to do with cam
2: Hayward, but was that a desperation
4: move to you?
2: It just didn't, it didn't make any sense to me. I mean, he's playing maybe he's possibly having the best year of his career. He's certainly your, you know, outside of what he's your most valuable defensive player. You have what coming back from an injury. You know, he's probably not a hundred percent. You're weak along the line to begin with put Hayward, you know, leave him at his old position and 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 let him do what he does best, and you know, put somebody else at nose tackle. And 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 to me, I, I just I, I didn't get that. And and you know, somebody mentioned earlier in the live chat, you know that it was it was rumored today that 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 Keith Butler has not uh, devised a game plan since he's been the co- defensive coordinator. <laughs> if that's the case, why is he even here? It's not like you're protecting a sacred cow like Dick LeBeau. He's, I mean, what is it about Keith Butler? You know, that they, they you know, they, they keep, if he's really not doing anything, then what is he, what is he here for? Why is he defensive coordinator? It just doesn't make any sense. So I, I don't know who, who decided if it was Keith Butler or Mike Tomlin, but whoever came up with that yesterday with, with Hayward, just, it just didn't make any sense.
4: All right. Let's get really serious here. Um,
2: is Mike Tomlin finally on the hot seat? uh I mean I don't think he's on the hot seat but but uh <laughs> it, it, um i mean if he if he was I don't even know how we would know anyway because they're, they're not going to come out and say it i mean even if they did give him a vote of confidence if art Rooney came out with the old the uh the kiss of death uh vote of confidence that so many owners do we wouldn't know the difference anyway because the Steelers always support their coaches so um is he on the hot seat no because I think we all knew this was going to be a kind of a as I've been, I've been seeing the last couple or at least the last day on Twitter, a sexy rebuild, meaning, you know, you're, you're trying to rebuild while you're still trying to remain competitive. So I think they knew this was going to be this could possibly be a, a down year. So, um, no, I don't think he's on a hot seat. But according to the fans, I'm, I'm sure he is on a hot seat. 41, 10 to the Bengals. Uh, yeah, they're not going to. As far as they're concerned, he's on the hot seat. Shannon,
4: is the Steelers policy of loyalty towards their head coaches? Is it outdated?
1: No, I think it's who they are. Um, I think how Tomlin responds to this loss. Noel had back-to-back losses in 89, as we've talked about, you know, similar to that. How they responded after that said a lot about his ability to coach, uh, ability to uh, scheme offensive, defensive strategies to help hide their weaknesses. The Tomlin likes to pick his own coordinators and that might be like Coward was forced to move from away from a few guys when the Rooney's wanted him to. And and I think Tomlin is facing that as well, but how he responds to that effort I was talking about earlier from certain players. And I know the Stiller coach has seen it, how they respond this week and what changes they make. will go a long way to deciding if, if they're, if he's on any kind of hot seat uh, with the way the Rooney's handled the business, I don't think he is at all, but if that continues, then that could be different.
4: That's why I asked if it's outdated mm-hmm. gentlemen, let's go ahead and take some questions. Um, ladies and gentlemen of the live chat, please go ahead and throw in your questions. If you've ever, if you've thrown one out, you know, my multitasking is not that awesome. I really need to get a producer in here. Um, We'll have to talk to the podcast producer for that, but go ahead and start getting your your questions in there. I definitely appreciate that. Um, I saw an interesting com- comment from um, Todd: "No psych- psycho players like Harrison or Lloyd or Lambert or Ham or Mean Joe, all soft, no intensity." So let oh, me ask yeah. you about that one, Tony.
2: <laughs> yes. You want that one, Shannon? I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, you guys, it to the- Shannon. Give the Shannon. He, I tag him in. <laughs> The reason why I
1: wanted to say something is because my my stock report article that's dropping tomorrow, I have that exact comment in my article. What, can you imagine what it would look like? We talked about it a little earlier. If some of the stuff that's went on this year would have happened in the past, we all remember Lloyd going up to O'Donnell in that Chicago Bears game. And he basically said, <laughs> If you don't get your crap together, you don't need to be scared of the Bears. You need to be scared of me in the locker room after the game. And then O'Donnell come out and played, and they come back and won that game. Now, in, in today's society, everybody would be like, oh, he threatened him. And, and you know, oh, he, he hurt his fellas. Let's get a, a therapy dog to come in and sit with O'Donnell and help him through this. But I'm telling you, we don't have anybody on this team that will get in somebody's face Somebody said after the game yesterday, when Tomlin did his press conference, they just wanted to hear him say, Hey, that crap ain't going to cut it. You know, and, and there's people going to lose their positions and be sitting on the bench because of that lack of effort. And because he always gives the and you know, the said answers and, uh, but there's somewhere along the line, somebody needs to be a leader and get fired up and get in somebody's face. Because that's not acceptable—the lack of effort. Like I said, winning and losing. If the other team's better than you, if that player's more talented than you, they, a lot of times they're just going to be better than you. But they should never outwork you. They shouldn't be obviously they want it more than you do. And I've seen a lot of that yesterday. So Hal Tomlin responds to that, but but there is no player. Hayward's a great player, and TJ's a great player. All these guys are great players. Ben is a great leader. But none of them are vocal in-your-face leaders, you know, who are going to call somebody out on the sidelines. Um, And, you know, I don't think that's necessary very often. But sometimes, like yesterday when that thing started to get away from him, I wanted to see somebody show some passion. And I didn't see him.
4: So you guys, I'll, I'll start with Tony, but you guys don't think Hayward's
2: that guy? Because I think he's that guy, but I think he's on an island right now. Tony? He's he's the only one. I, I you know, I I don't somebody with some with some clout or some cachet in that locker room has to has to become that guy along with Hayward. It has to be TJ Watt. I mean, obviously he's your most indispensable player. So he has to step up and say, you know, he's in his what? fifth year now. You know, this is my team and this is unacceptable and and if this continues, you're going to have to answer to me. Uh I don't think I don't think Mickey Fitzpatrick's that kind of a, he's more of a cerebral laid back kind of guy. So, you know, we, we know how intense TJ Watt is. And, and of course, Cam Hayward's uh, intense, but TJ Watt's the, the 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 new kid on the block and he's the new uh, leader of that defense, so to speak. So he's got to be the one that, uh, that uh, lets everybody know that this is not acceptable. So uh, I, I think somebody like him has to, has to step up. For me, I really feel
4: like for me right now, as far as the one guy on the Steelers that I feel like is the the king of the team and I the heart and soul of the team, we talked about this on a show a long time ago, um, maybe a couple months ago. Who's the heart? Who, who's the soul? Who's the the head of this team? But I think I think everything now, right now, is Cam Hayward. I uh, we love what what TJ does on the field, but he's not that guy. He's well, not, the, he's not that in your face guy. Like you said, Minka well, isn't
1: Troy right, was,
4: yeah. but it was only in the locker room, you know, and that's fine too.
2: Well, I mean, if you look at his college career and and how he was, how he, the kind of leader he was and the stuff he did uh, at Michigan state, that game before the game, Devin Bush, he's at the point of his career. He should be that guy. He should be the court. He's the quarterback of the defense. He should be anyway. And he should be that guy that, 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 is getting in everybody's faces and saying, "Look, you know this is not acceptable." But he's but he's lost. So, you know, it's got to be somebody that has to step up and 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 fill that void.
4: Absolutely, Shannon. Any thoughts on that?
1: Well, you, there has to be the respect factor. Uh, it's harder for a young guy uh, to come in and you know, unless you're you're talking about like a Darius Leonard for the Colts or. Or, or somebody like that, you can have a young guy come in and, and assume that leadership, that fiery leader mantle quickly. But uh, Bush definitely doesn't have the respect of the locker room that he could do that. Right? It would have to be a Watt, a TJ Watt, or a Hayward. And uh, but like I said, they they just they don't have it at the moment. And somebody that has that level of respect that the other players, they just don't want to let them down. It's more it ain't that they're afraid of them. They don't want to disappoint them because of their admiration, and I, I just don't see that right now on the team.
4: All right, let's do some Q and A. Tyler W, what can be fixed during the season? What cannot? Shannon,
1: uh, just a couple of early suggestions because there's a lot that ails the Steelers right now, and, and there's no easy fix. But I would start louder milk on the defensive line. Because, you know, usually you're going to see more running plays, and he's a far better run defender. I would bench Bush uh, and would give Buddy Johnson uh, and even Ulysses Gilbert III some snaps uh, because they can't do any worse than Bush is already doing. They're going to make some mistakes. Uh, Buddy Johnson will some inevitable rookie mistakes. But I guarantee you, you're going to see somebody that's going to thump somebody every once in a while and he's will come in and, and lay the lumber on somebody, and he's going to have passion. I don't see any passion or intensity out of Bush at this time at all. Tony, do you think uh, – I love
4: Shannon's comments there. Tony, I was going to ask you about Bush anyways. Do you think the fact that you're not seeing the passion and intensity, like Shannon just mentioned, is reason that fans are so down on Bush now? For a lo- longest time, I have been giving him a pass because of the knee injury, but I I'm starting to think that am I wrong here? And feel free to tell me if I am.
2: You know, I don't mind that. Well, I mean, I think if if, if you were getting the productivity out of him, I don't think they would be they would care all that much about the intensity and the passion because somebody mentioned Jack Ham. Jack Ham was not a a intense in your face player. He was a cerebral. Just uh, always in the right place at the right time. Focused, totally focused uh, kind of player. So, if he was if he was g- giving you the production, uh, fans would give him a pass on the intensity. But when you combine the 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 uh, lack of production with the the apparent lack of intensity, that's the, the fans are not going to accept that. Uh, and I think with him, it, you know, we, I was talking about this with a friend the other day. I think you know, that maybe the first thing to come back for, uh, from a, a when it comes to a, a torn ACL is. Is is the, the physical part? Maybe the knee's right, but maybe mentally, he just doesn't. He's not back all the way because he, he doesn't trust his knee, and, he, and he's still, um, uh, babying it, and he doesn't even realize it. So I think maybe h- him having some time away would would, would is, is the best thing for him right now, as far as uh, uh, that defense. All right, I normally do not like to
4: answer questions about next season, the draft, and going after other personnel because. There's still so many games left in this season. But I want to bring this one up. And I'm going to answer this one. Cecil Music asked, any chance they would go after Russell Wilson? Yeah, there's a chance they would. But the problem is, he's under contract for a while. You want my... Uh, I had an epiphany today while I was driving in the car. I think Teddy Bridgewater's on this team next year. I'm just saying. It, it sounds
2: It sounds about right. I mean, yeah, so- you- Somebody who... <laughs> I mean he's not he's not a he, it wouldn't take a lot to get him and he's a veteran and and word has it they want a veteran once again Shannon, you're grumbling over there, and I, I get it. This is not
4: an endorsement of Teddy Bridgewater. This is just saying, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be on this team next season. You might not li- you might not like it, but that seems like a Steeler. Does Shannon answer this? Does that seem like a Steelers move? Oh, it's entirely
1: possible. I, I'm I'm really concerned about that. Yes, but does it seem like a Steelers move? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's entirely possible. They, you know, are saying it's possible. I want to hear you say it's a Steelers move. He, he, he checks a lot of the boxes of what they want. He will not say yes, Tony. I think I'm going to say yes. I, I don't want Bridgewater.
4: I, <laughs> mean, I know, as far as the... but is it a Steelers move?
1: <laughs> Just say it, Shannon. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me, but that's all I'll say. Tony, wow. is it a Steelers
2: move? It's definitely a Steelers move. I mean, Stoppers as far as like a, <laughs> as far as a stopgap measure, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I mean, you're probably looking at him as your quarterback for one year. You know, if Tomlin, if if you don't think Mason Rudolph is the answer, if you don't think uh, Dwayne Haskins is the answer, and you want and and, and if you're Mike Tomlin and you want to go with you want to transition, but you don't want to do it uh, uh, cold turkey with a, a rookie number one pick, and you want that guy to sit for a year, possibly then Teddy Bridgewater uh would not be the worst idea i don't think you know for at least for one just for one year
1: as as a bridge quarterback
2: yeah exactly as a bridge
1: i can see that yes right. i you know if if it's like Ryder out of cincinnati you know there, there are certain guys that i think would really fit with the stiller scheme uh and if in bridge runner you come in but you know everybody keeps talking about mobility that is the, the big word with the quarterbacks right now teddy's had that terrible knee injury He's not as, he, you know, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's right. mobile, but he was never that mobile. Right. And I'm afraid that he won't meet up with what everybody's wanting out of mobility. Um, so I've heard people say Mitch Trubisky, um, you know, Mariota uh, uh, who was the other guy with uh, Garoppolo. Uh, I those babes imagine. get thrown around, but you know, Mariota is really mobile. The rest of them not so much. Uh, Trubisky is mobile too, but um, yeah, I can see if Bridgewater is. As we said, it's funny. Bridgewater is a bridge quarterback, right? Yeah, I can see that for like a one-year period. Yeah.
4: Um. Let's have a fun one here. DG's NSOM. How awesome would it be to see the Steelers rip off another four-game winning streak?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sign anyway- me up. Yeah. does any
2: there's there's some people that don't want there's some very good fans that don't want that to happen though guys well the, the, and, like a friend of mine said a bowling a couple weeks ago the, the worst place to be in sports is is mediocre right in the middle you either want to be all the way up here or all the way down there mm-hmm. if you're all the way down here you can you can you know, you, you obviously have a premium traffic in each round wow so, I like that uh, yeah right yeah so um you know, if 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 they're nine seven and one and they sneak in the playoffs as a, as a seven seed presumably, then you know and they get bounced in the first round. I get I, I guess you get the satisfaction of of be, being excited about a playoff game, and I'm always excited about that. But other than that, I mean, I guess you're you're once again you're drafting in the 20s, and what good would that do them if you're looking for the next quarterback? So uh, I, I can see where fans are coming from, but it's hard it's hard not to root for the, for that four game winning streak though because but we're all diehard fans and we want to see that, you know? So, but I get what people, what people are, are, are saying, but it's hard. It's hard for me to actively root for a, uh, a, 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 five, what, I guess a five will be five, 11 and one finish.
4: I I just can't do it. I I can't, I can't do the tank. I mean, others, uh, others can, and that's, that's an, an opinion. And I don't, don't have a problem. I just, players won't do it you know what i'm saying they they're not going to Sean Hannigan says Ryan Clark said the best this team is soft and no one is scared to play off playoffs when Ryan Clark said that were you mad at Ryan Clark Shannon or you're like he's right on
1: Ryan Clark is he's an ex-stiller and i've always been a big fan and he's he's a uh, a good he's good at his job uh he's one of them I can actually listen to uh he's always been honest about the Steelers and that's what I'm trying to do on today. Uh, even though I always want to be positive, I don't have a lot to be positive about right now. I'm struggling to find it. And Clark came out and said the truth and they, but people were calling the offensive line soft last year. It was accurate. And what he said today was accurate. Uh, somebody said he turned his back on the Steelers and, well, if that's the case, he did that a long time ago because he's been telling the truth for a while. Um, I, I do have an issue with the some of the comments made about Ben. Ben has went five games in a row uh, without throwing an interception, almost 200 passes. Uh, he shows he can protect the football. Then yesterday, the, the pressure, the line didn't play as good. There was a miscommunication. Then on the the pick six, he was the guy was driven – drove more all the way back into him and he hit his arm and the ball just fluttered out and it got picked off. That happens all the time. But then everybody's like, oh, I see Ben's finished. So five games in a row not throwing an interception and he's fine, but he has two interceptions and then everybody says he's finished. I don't like hyperbole and I don't want overreaction, but I am trying to be honest. And so I think that's what Clark was trying to say. And I don't think any team does feel the Steelers anymore, honestly.
4: Let me ask you this, Shannon, and this is point blank. Do you want Ben back next year?
1: You know, Ben's my favorite player. I I love Ben, and I'm so thankful uh, and respect the heck out of him and appreciate him, but I I just don't see the team that they would be able to put together next year that would allow him to have a successful final season. I just want to see him finish out this year with some success and be in some games, be competitive. So he doesn't have the taste of last year's playoff game as the last thing you remember. So, but at this point, I don't see him coming back.
2: Tony. No, I think, I think this is is it uh, for him. I think, you know, I think it's time that the franchise, somebody said it on the radio today and they said it best, it's time to rip off the bandaid and, 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 and just go in a new direction. I mean, it's, uh, he's gonna be 40 years old. And, and, you know, again, I think Tom Brady has skewed everybody's perception of what quarterbacks can do once they get to a certain age.
0: Mm-hmm. And when
2: he, he's a once in a, a century kind of player, mm-hmm. he really is. So I think it's time for Ben to move on. And, you know, I don't, I really don't have a problem with, uh, with Roethlisberger, the two picks. I mean, I have a problem with the two picks. They, they, they were ill, were, they were <laughs> ill-timed of course, but what what, what really had, had me annoyed yesterday is the the offense looked a lot like it did over the first month. Like Ben was scared mm-hmm. to to st- stand back in the pocket. It was a five yard pass or a fifty. My uncle said it best. I was watching the game with him. Five yards or fifty yards, nothing in the middle. And whether he whether he passed five yards or fifty yards, he, he was he was hell bent on getting rid of the football as quickly as possible. And maybe that's that has to do, had to do with with Kevin Dotson not being in there. As Shannon said, he's their best offensive lineman by far right now. So maybe he was just, but it seemed like the, the the offense was making progress, even if it wasn't scoring points during that four game winning streak, and even even against LA. But it seemed like the offense regressed and looked just like it did over the first month, and that's what really had me annoyed. It's like there's no like there's no exploitation. You know, they're not exploiting in the middle of the field with anything. You know, it's it's what we saw in September.
4: So. Yesterday after the game, I was very frustrated and I, uh, I had somebody ask me if I'm going to admit that Ben's done and I didn't, and I, I went off and I didn't love that I went off like that. Um, but the one point that I'm trying to make, and I didn't do a very good job of it yesterday, I think if Ben had an offensive line that he had four years ago with a Najee Harris with a defense that was not gutted, he would be a contender this year and make this team a uh, a definite playoff team. Without an, anything around him, he is not the Ben of old, and he cannot do it. So Ben is done in this situation that he's in mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So I will go ahead and, and admit that Ben can't carry a team, Mm. right? And, and he, he definitely can't, but I will say if, if he had a lot of people were mentioned Tampa Bay and Brady being that old, and it's not that Brady's amazing. He has so many pieces around him. No, he is amazing. But let me just say, Mm. he has the pieces around him. Ben just can't, uh, Ben can't strap on the team on his back. And it's not right. going to happen. So, it it's a it's a Homer in me that, that wants to say that that my problem is he went like Tony said he went five games and looked pretty good in some of those games, but you know at this point in his career you can't just throw him out and uh, and in a reclamation project and with that defense falling apart so quick, including a guy named James Pierre, Shannon um, uh, Mm. no reaction from Shannon on that one. He's either frozen or uh, is
3: it with with that
4: defense? The, this team is a mess because of depth and, and players are going to get hurt. Um, So that's all I'm going to say about that. But Ben cannot do this, but you're probably not going to, bring ben back but if ben went to a team that had all the pieces in place he could do very well he still can do that but he can't carry it there's still going to be there's still going to be some bad ben games there was some bad ben games with five interceptions back in 2017 and that's a team that should have gone a lot farther Right, but for for what Pittsburgh needs right now, maybe that band aid needs ripped. But for the remainder of the season, I'm still the guy with stars in my eyes, hoping that uh, there's a six game winning streak, and they and other teams lose and they make it back in. In reality, I, I know deep down in my soul and my gut that that's not going to happen. But I. I just uh I just don't think a guy like Mason Rudolph is the answer either. And I just don't think Dwayne Haskins is the answer as well. If they were the answer, they'd be in there.
2: Any final thoughts on that, fellas? I think what you what you want is what you saw during that four game winning streak, and that's game manager Ben. That's, that's, that they have to find a way to get back to that. And the way to get back to that is, is to be more effective on the ground. And I, I guess it's kind of hard to do that. You know, people are talking about they're, they're not finding any young linemen, but it's amazing how quickly uh, Kevin Dotson has, has uh, risen in the two years that he's been here. So hopefully he can come back sooner rather than later. All right. You know, thank you so much, Shannon. Thank you. Tony. Thank you. You
4: know, there's no answers right now. If, miracles happen and they win a couple the next couple then we're gonna be on here two weeks from now and we're gonna be excited again right but Mm -hmm. for right now when you look at the landscape the landscape is not good right now but it's really funny and i'm gonna say this we uh we have been setting Ah. records on the podcast side and the steelers had a horrible game, one of the worst games in a long time, the worst since 2017 against Philly and just just terrible. Just absolutely horrendous. We set a record, an all-time daily record today in downloads because people want to talk about it.
2: Right. So
4: what does that tell me? Whether you're an optimist or whether you're a pessimist, whether you think everything's going to be okay and you're a sunshine and rainbow guy like me <laughs> or you're a guy that that's pissed off and wanting everybody fired or a lady guess what you're a true fan if you're on listening to this show anytime this week and the other shows you're a true fan you could say this team sucks (laughs) but they do right now but you're here because you have black and gold running through your veins and no matter what happens you're here, and BTSC is going to be with you through that because whether we agree or disagree, we're all family. Mm-hmm. Not just everybody that is under the uh, staff banner at BTSC, but everybody in here in the live chat, everybody that are that's checking us out every single week. We appreciate you, and we thank you because we can't do these shows without you. And to set a record on a day after one of the one of the most demoralizing games to watch is absolutely amazing. So that's why I'm I continue to be thankful. So with that being said, for Shannon White, for Tony Defio, BTSE Hall of Famer Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and I need you to do three things for me. I need you to one be safe. Two, be true to yourself, and you are, and that's what makes you you. And three, always be behind the steel curtain. And just when you think you've got all the answers, Tony. We
2: keep changing the
4: questions. Mr. White. That's what I'm talking about. We'll see you next week. Let's get a Victory Monday, for heaven's sakes. Wouldn't that be great? I love you. We love you. We'll see you.
3: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.